Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Evangelist Talon, and you are on the greatest live stream on the entire internet. Uh, we apologize. We had some technical difficulties. I know people are going to be jumping on. We're running a little late, but that's all right. Sometimes those things happen and we got it all figured out. Today, I'm going to teach you three wisdom secrets that are only found in the Bible. But if you can get a hold of these wisdom secrets, it will greatly change your life from this day forward. This time next year, you'll say, wow, my life is not the same as it was a year ago. Even this time in a month, you'll be like, ever since I applied these things, my life has greatly changed. So as you're jumping on, give this video a thumbs up, share it with somebody, and type down in the comments where you're watching from. Let's get all of our watchers back. We had 400 people on before we got disconnected, and uh, I want to get back to that. So keep sharing this. Keep sending this to people. Let me know where you're watching from. These are the three wisdom keys, secrets, only found in the Bible that will drastically change your life. Hello in South Africa. Hello in the U.S. Hello, everyone. Adam, thank you for your help. God bless you in Texas. God bless you in Albania. God bless you in Finland. God bless you, everyone. You're going to love this. Make sure that you stay to the end of this stream. If you miss a single one of these, uh, it, it will hinder your success in the kingdom. And I don't want that. Somebody type this in the comments for me. Wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. The Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing, meaning that it should be the number one thing that you strive to get a hold of in this life. The Bible says that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So having a reverence for God, having a reverence for his word, not being afraid of God, but having a respect, a reverential fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. When you fear God, you know that he's the God that created the heavens. He created the earth. He created everything in the sea, everything in the sky. He, all the silver and the gold are his. All the cattle on a thousand hills that you realize that the heavens are the Lord's and the earth he has given to man. When you have a healthy fear of God, it opens the supernatural door to wisdom. And wisdom is the principal thing. In Proverbs chapter 8, I believe it is, verse 22, it says this, The Lord formed me from the beginning, before he created anything else. I was appointed in ages past, at the very first, before the earth began. Did you know that before God created the earth, he created a spirit called wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and revelation? The Ephesians prayers, Ephesians chapter 1, you see Paul pray that the Lord would pour out a spirit of wisdom and revelation. He prayed that we would ask for the spirit of wisdom to reveal to us the hidden secrets that are found only in Christ. Wisdom is what God created the earth through. Wisdom is the spirit that helped God to create everything that you see here today. There is a spirit of wisdom and revelation that you can get a hold of. 
the Holy Ghost reveals spiritual mysteries and secrets to you. I want you to write this down. There are four realms of wisdom. Four realms of wisdom. Number one, there's natural wisdom. Natural wisdom is you eat when you're born. You know that you need to eat. You know that you need to sleep. You know that you need to uh, use the bathroom. And you know that you need to procreate. That's natural wisdom. Nobody has to teach you that. You come out of the womb with natural wisdom. Even the beasts of the field have natural wisdom. But there's another realm of wisdom, which I call worldly wisdom. Worldly wisdom is taught in college. It's taught in high school. It consists of philosophies that man grabbed a hold of through educated wisdom. The mind's ability to naturally grow in worldly wisdom. The ways of the world. But then there's another realm of wisdom that's a bit higher than that. And that is demonic wisdom. The third realm of wisdom is demonic wisdom. This is wisdom that God created but didn't intend for man to have a hold of. This is wisdom given to man by demonic spirits, fallen angels, like in Genesis 6 where it says that they came down to the earth and they revealed the secrets unto man. They revealed heavenly wisdom. They taught man how to create weapons, how to create sorcery. They taught them, taught mankind demonic wisdom. Think about Hollywood. Think about these other uh, realms where people have extreme amounts of success in politics and governments. But you know that there's demonic entities behind it. Demonic sacrifice. Demonic spirits that are revealing demonic wisdom to people. Witch doctors, witches, sorcerers, astrologists, stuff like that. But then there's the highest level of wisdom, which the Christian has access to. And this is godly wisdom. So you have natural wisdom, you have worldly wisdom, you have demonic wisdom, and you have godly wisdom. Somebody type in the comments, I receive godly wisdom. The highest level of wisdom is the wisdom of God that is imparted unto man. Christians are the only ones that have access to the wisdom of God. What did Solomon ask for when he gave sacrifices unto God? He asked for wisdom. He asked for godly wisdom, not only because his heart was pure and he needed wisdom to lead God's people, I believe, but I think he knew that the key to everything was to receive a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Because he knew that riches, honor, and glory were tied to wisdom. So if God poured out a spirit of wisdom on him, he would be able to lead God's people and everything else would simply follow. The number one wisdom secret from the Bible that you must understand is the four realms of wisdom. When you have revelation on those four realms, you'll move out of natural wisdom, through worldly wisdom, you won't dabble in demonic wisdom, and you will have access to godly wisdom. Go to James chapter 1 with me. 
And this is secret number two. James chapter one. Keep liking this broadcast. Keep sharing it. This is going to change somebody's life today. James chapter one. Verse five. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Secret number two. The wisdom of God must be prayed for. God's wisdom doesn't just show up at your door. You must long to have an encounter with God's wisdom. Solomon gave a sacrificial offering of 1,000 bulls when everybody else gave seven so that he could receive a spirit of wisdom. Proverbs chapter 1 Starting in verse 20, it says that wisdom, it says she's a spirit that is in the streets. She's crying out to people, saying, how long will you live in your simple ways? Come unto me and receive wisdom so that I can bless you and make you prosperous. So that I can teach you the secret hidden ways of God. So that you don't have to operate at the natural level, the worldly level, the demonic level, but you can operate at the highest level, the Wisdom of God level. The realm of the highest level of wisdom. Dr. Mike Murdoch says this. Wisdom, write this down, is the ability to recognize difference. The way that you spot a wise man or a wise woman is their ability to recognize difference. Difference in ability. Difference in opportunity, difference in a mentor, difference in a protege, difference in a job, difference in righteousness or wickedness, good and evil, light and darkness. Wisdom is the ability to recognize difference. When you ask for God's wisdom, he gives you the ability to recognize the difference in somebody else. That person's different. I want to be a friend. I want to be friends with them. That man is different. I want to learn from him. That person's different. I want nothing to do with them. You have your eyes opened to recognize difference. When you recognize difference, you learn how to decide which path to take in life, who to pursue, who to honor, who not to pursue, who not to honor. Wisdom must be prayed for. Jesus said, if you ask, you will receive. If you seek, you will find. And if you knock, the door will be opened unto you. Luke chapter 2 verse 52 says that Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with both God and man. So you can grow in wisdom. You can grow in stature. You can grow in favor with both God and and man, but you must ask for it. Lord, pour out a spirit of wisdom and revelation upon me. Reveal to me the secrets that are hidden in Christ. I want to say it's Proverbs 25, 2 says, It is to the glory of God to conceal a matter. It is the honor of kings to search it out. God has put oracles in his word. Secrets to success in life. Secrets to conquer sin. Secrets to conquer the devil. Secrets to grow in prosperity, to grow in influence, to grow in honor on the earth. 
God's secrets are hidden in his word, but you must contend for a spirit of wisdom and revelation to have him unveil them to you. People that think like a king, search them out. People that think like a, uh, for a lack of better words, like a peasant. People that have a slave mentality. People that have a peasant mentality. They just live day by day. They don't want to tap into godly wisdom to move up higher in life. But the Bible says that we reign in life as kings through Jesus Christ. Somebody type in the comments, I am a king in Christ. Because we rule and reign in life as kings through Jesus Christ, we have the mind of Christ, which is the mind of a king. We think like a king. We walk like a king. We talk like a king. We act like a king. We think like a king. We have been made a royal priesthood. Therefore, we receive the wisdom of a king. We search out the pearls and wisdom secrets of God. You must contend for God's wisdom. Number three, wisdom must be applied. It's not enough to just know what the different realms of wisdom are. It's not enough to just pray for wisdom. Number three, wisdom must be applied. If you don't apply the wisdom that God gives you, you won't move an inch in life. If you know the secret of tithing, but you never tithe, you'll never receive the benefit of it. You must apply God's wisdom in your life. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Go with me to Proverbs 10. Proverbs chapter 10. Verse 22, the blessings of the Lord make a person rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Now go to verse 4. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. So what happens is many people will read Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, and they'll say, Glory to God, the blessing of the Lord is upon me. It makes me rich. It adds no sorrow with it. But they forget Proverbs 10, verse 4. Lazy people are still poor. Hard workers are still rich. The Bible says in another translation, prosperity comes to the diligent hand. So although the blessing of the Lord on you will make you rich and add no sorrow, there is still a spiritual law behind working hard, putting your hand to something. God blesses the work of your hands, not the thought of your head. So you must believe God's wisdom. You must receive God's wisdom. You must know and operate, walk and talk and think like a king. But you also must learn how to work like a king. Receive spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, and then apply it to your life. Godly wisdom is knowing that giving 10% with offerings leads to my prosperity. One chapter over, Proverbs 11.24 says this, Give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. That is godly wisdom. The world's way is take everything you can. The demonic way will tell you to get everything. My pastor says, get everything you can. Can all you get and sit on the can. 
So the way of the world, natural wisdom, worldly wisdom, and demonic wisdom will tell you to get everything you can, put all the money you can in your pockets, in your bank accounts, stuff it in your mattress, and don't do anything with it. Get everything that you can and sit on it. But godly wisdom says, be generous and watch how your generosity will create a platform for you to stand on. And how a generous man gives generously, but reaps even more generously. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. As you give, it is given back unto you. That's godly wisdom. It's upside down, opposite of the way that the world thinks. But when you tap into godly wisdom, the windows of heaven are open over your life. God pours out a blessing so great you can't even store it all. And you must apply the wisdom of God. Somebody type in the comments, I will apply God's wisdom to my life. So these are three wisdom keys that will change your life forever. Number one, there's four realms of wisdom. Move out of the other three and into God's wisdom. Number two, wisdom must be prayed for. Number three, wisdom must be applied to your life. You must get God's wisdom and apply it to your life. The Bible says that the wisdom of the world is sensual and demonic and everything evil lives in that place. So there's a way that seems right to men natural worldly wisdom but in the end it leads to destruction but when you tap into the wisdom of god he says i'll make you the head and never the tail above only and not beneath you'll be blessed when you come in and you'll be blessed when you go out you'll be blessed in the storehouse blessed in the basket blessed in your kneading bowl blessed in everything that you put your hand to and everything that you undertake your storehouses will be blessed they'll burst forth with new wine your livestock, every area of your life will be blessed when you apply the wisdom of God. And His wisdom is His word. So start today and pray, God, give unto me a spirit of wisdom and revelation. And watch how God will increase you and bless you beyond your wildest dreams. The Bible says it has not entered into the ear, nor the eye, nor the heart of man. What good things God has in store for us that love Him says in Ephesians 3.20, He does exceeding abundantly above all you could ever ask or think or imagine. You put your faith on it, and God's responsible for getting it to you. In Jesus' name. I want to pray for people today that you'll receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That God's wisdom and revelation will be poured out in abundance on your life today. And that you will only increase and never decrease from today on in Jesus' name. Before I pray for you, I want to give you an opportunity today to give to our ministry. As you know, or if you don't know, we feed 1,500 kids each and every single month. Here's a letter from them. They write me on a regular basis and tell us how thankful they are for your giving and how we've been able to be a blessing to them. They preach the gospel to these kids in a third nation called Chad. And you're helping us to feed 1,500 of them each and every single month. So we're very thankful for your generous giving. On top of that, we have about a dozen other ministries that we give to on a regular basis. And we're reaching hundreds of millions, and not just hundreds of people, 
not just thousands of people, hundreds of millions of people. We are reaching them each and every single month on social media platforms with the gospel, teaching this generation God's word. I have a heart for Generation Z to be radically lit on fire with Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Ghost. And you can join my vision to get 200 million people in Generation Z saved by connecting your finances to this ministry. We're very thankful for your giving, and I want to give you an opportunity now to connect your finances to this ministry. If you're not already a financial partner, I challenge you, become a partner with this ministry. Ask the Lord what He would have you give today. And we're very thankful for it ahead of time. The different ways that you can give are on your screen. Dollar sign, Revival Way for Cash App. Venmo is at Revival Way. PayPal is at Revival Way. Or you can give through our website, RevivalWay.com, and you can click Partner Financially today. There's a link in the chat for you right now. Or you can give through Super Chat. And anyone that gives $100 or more today, if you email us at support at revivalway.com and say, I gave $100 with your mailing address, we're going to send you my books, The Law of Sowing and Reaping and Renewing Your Mind, for free as a way of saying thank you for your generous giving. And anyone that gives $1,000 today or more, I'll send you both of my books and a book that changed my financial life forever called Financial Overflow by my friend Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I believe God is sending us 30 people that will sow $1,000 into this ministry that will join the vision for advancing the gospel through Generation Z. And I believe God is sending us 1,000 monthly partners at $84 or more every single month. And you'll be very thankful that you partner with this ministry you'll experience increase in your life. It's guaranteed. Jesus said the blessing stays with those that bless. He says it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. So let me pray for you, for people that are given today. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, every single person that gives today under the sound of my voice, I ask that you would increase them. Angels of acceleration and favor, go and work on their behalf. Cause the word to work. Cause their harvest to come. Lord, I touch an agreement for whatever they're believing for according to your word. I speak and declare increase over them in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. And Amen. We love you. We bless you. And you're going to have a great day. Don't forget to join me tomorrow morning. I'll have another live stream. And then tomorrow evening, we're going live with evangelist TJ Makanji, my friend. And it's going to be a great time, and I'm very excited to see you there. Be blessed. Adios. Jonathan Shuttlesworth with you in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you feel called into the ministry, we just launched Revival Today Bible Institute. Had our first in incoming class, and we're about to do another intake. It's $2,000 for the entire year. We're going to train them up in what they need to know in the Bible, what they need to know legally, what they need to know in the realm of economics to make impact in the ministry. If that's you, the information is on the screen right now. I'd like to hear from you. Don't put it off. I'm Jonathan Shuttlesworth, and I'm waiting for your call.